Welcome to Cryptid Radio. My name is Adeline. I've rigged up this relay tower to bring you broadcasts on the cryptids and creatures of the area. I'll make my way up here every other week to change out the holotape. This week's episode is Grafton Has a Monster. Way back, when I was first exploring this new post-war West Virginia, not too long after I left Vault 76, I made my way up to Grafton. I had a friend that had transferred there for a teaching job right before I went into the vault. I wanted to see if her and her family were still up there somehow, even if they had become ghouls. It's one of those things you just gotta know. I didn't find my friend or her family. I can only hope they somehow got out and moved back to the Midwest. It has to be better there, right? If the Future Tech Globe predicted correctly, the bombs shouldn't have fell in the middle of the country. I wonder if Modis has any information about that. Either way, I'm glad she wasn't there. The whole town was overrun with super mutants. They're on and in every building. And if you don't run into one of them, you'll run into a rad toad. Once I got rid of the rad toads that I could in town, I fought past the super mutants at the high school. Then I hear a voice loudly exclaim over my pit boy. This is Grafton's mayor with a priority message. It's Grafton day again. The mayor, who I later found out is just a robot, said that the Grafton monster was on parade through the town. The freaking Grafton monster. I had to go check it out. Dad had told me about the creature. My friend and I even joked about it before she moved because the high school's football team was the Grafton High Monsters. Dad said that on June 16, 1964, Robert Cockrell, a newspaper reporter at the time, encountered the Grafton monster on his way home from work. Describing it as a huge white obstruction standing on the side of the road. He stopped to get a good look at it. He said it had white, slick, seal-like skin and no head. After he saw it, he rushed home and called some of his friends to help him investigate further. Honestly, Robert might be one of the smartest people to have ever encountered a cryptid back then. He got some friends to help him investigate. How smart is that? Anyway, when they went back to where he spotted the monster, it was nowhere to be seen but the ground looked like it had been trampled by a large creature. Robert had told his newspaper editor about the sighting, but he wasn't taken seriously. His friends, though, told lots of townspeople. Then young adults and teens in the area formed monster hunting parties to find the creature. There were several more sightings, but no physical evidence was ever found. So, with the little knowledge I had at the time, and sheer curiosity, I went to the parade. I had to see if it was the same monster. Also, the mayor said the monster was perfectly safe with its robot bodyguards. The mayor was wrong. So wrong. That thing wasn't safe. As soon as I got close to it, it started pounding on the ground and shooting this corrosive, oily substance at me. That crap freaking burns. And the robots were shooting at me as well. That's the last time I trusted a random voice over my pit boy. I started running down the street, taking out the robots as I went. When, lucky for me, I run into a group of those freaking super mutants. 
I guess the monster and the super mutants don't like each other, which worked in my favor. The monster took down a few of them, and they weakened the monster. I took out the rest of the mutants, but then I had to deal with this monster. I punched it. It punched me. I punched it again. It punched me again. It shot more of that oily acid crap at me. We went back and forth for a bit, and then finally, I took it down. Once it was down, I could check it out more. It was for sure the Grafton monster. It wasn't exactly like the one old Robert Cockrell had run into back in 1964, but it was similar. There was no mistaking that's what it was. It was gray and hairless. It had disproportionately large upper torso and arms that ended in enormous three-fingered fists. It had stumpy little legs. <laughs> And its skin was stretched oddly and was leathery texture. I found where the oily tar stuff that burns was coming from. It was from some glands all over its body that produces it. Also, it looked like it might have had a head at some point. If it did, it somehow sunk down between its shoulders and has become one with the chest-shoulder region. Sometime later... Days, weeks, months, I don't really remember anymore. I stumbled upon the West Tech Science Facility in Huntersville. West Tech was just as demented as Vault Tech. At least, it looks like they might have been more open about their human experimentation. We'll go deep into West Tech later. I've learned that they've developed some of the area's cryptids after all. One of the FEV strains they developed produced the Grafton monster. The West Tech scientists injected some poor soul with FEVS 006458. They couldn't even give this person a name. They called them AN53. When I observed that the monster didn't have a head, that's because the head actually disappeared during mutation. They were surprised that AM-53 was surviving metamorphosis without it, saying it exceeded their expectations. Ugh. The subject mutated and grew too large for containment. On October 23rd, 2077, yeah, the day you think it was, they decided to transport AM-53 to a better containment facility since they had grown so large. The scientists sedated the subject and loaded them up on a truck. Somehow, I found the planned truck route, so with that in hand, I headed off to see exactly where it ended up and how the subject escaped containment. When I got just west of Grafton at the bridge, I found a broken down truck with its trailer ripped open. There was a hollow tape in the truck. That poor driver. He thought he was seeing shooting stars during the day or a rocket from space. He saw one of the bombs. He watched it explode. The explosion blinded him, causing him to crash. When he did, the subject ripped off the back of the truck and escaped giving Grafton its monster. I don't know how many more people West Tech injected with that FEV strain that day, but I do know I've seen several more Grafton monsters. I will occasionally see one in Grafton 
somehow that mayor robot gets the other robots to wrangle it and put it in a freaking parade over and over again. I've also seen them at Hemlock Holes out on the course and in Charleston at the train yard and by the dam. I struggle with it every time I take down one of the Grafton monsters. They were people. They didn't make this choice. But just like the feral ghouls, I try to rationalize it by telling myself I'm putting them out of their misery. It's sad, but it's gotta be better for them, right? Rules and morals are just so much more different now than they used to be. That's all for this edition of Cryptid Radio. Until next time, keep your eyes open and stay safe out there.